Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Are you looking for a community of women who are ready to have an open conversation about their self-doubt journey? How they're showing up despite their negative self-talk? all while having brunch and sipping mimosas then join us saturday november 20th at camp spaces from 12 to 2 30 p.m for slang self-doubts first live event called community and conversations limited tickets are on sale now you can head on over to my website www.feliciawallace.com click the events tab to get your ticket today hope to see you there You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey y'all, it's your girl Coach Felicia. This is part two of the Obedience is My Responsibility series with Keelay Carter called Trusting God and His Word. That is, it is quite all right. It is quite all right. Um, thank y'all so much for joining us again tonight for part two of Obedience is My Responsibility. And I can tell y'all, Jesus has been working Ever since I started this series, but we just going, first of all, let me just introduce myself. I'm going to have Keelay introduce herself. So I am Felicia Wallace, um, the founder and creator of Slaying Self-Doubt. Slaying Self-Doubt, I'm a purpose empowerment and self-doubt coach. Slaying Self-Doubt is a movement to empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to walk into their God-given purpose. Slaying Self-Doubt is me, and we just be out here trying to help women find their fears and chop them up chop them all the way up okay um Keelay introduce yourself to the people hey y'all I am Keelay Carter the CEO and founder of the Keelay Carter experience I'm also the creator of momish and the living with purpose um so uh my community and platform is basically a tribe that's built to just come together and encourage and uplift one another we motivate we encourage we inspire Everything that Felicia is saying, um, just encouraging women and mothers um, to walk in their purpose and just live their life being obedient to God. So this, mm, 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 mm. listen, <laughs> I already know this. I already know. Okay. This, this week has been, I promise you, since I started this, when I tell you Jesus has been like, Okay, and so this, and so this, and I'd be like, it feels like what is happening, right? Like, what's going on? 
but it's like when you tapped in for real, like tap, tap, tap in, it's, it is legit a whole different experience. And even last week when we talked about um, hearing from God, like I started, it was like, it was a shift for me that happened afterwards that was really like, okay, I was clearly doing something wrong before, but now that I know that I know that I know, <laughs> I, I, gotta, I gotta switch it up a little bit. <laughs> So how are you feeling after last week? So let me tell you, y'all. Okay. And we, we keep it really transparent on here. Yes, yes. So after last week, um, this week I got hit with a couple of, you know, well, after last, we met, we we did a live on Thursday. Right, yep. Mm-hmm. And on Friday, I got hit with a couple of life blowers. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna focus on them because I was headed to the mom friends as I got them. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead go ahead about so that I'm gonna say something about that but I'm just gonna enjoy my weekend and I'm gonna you know we're gonna just deal with it and yeah so deal with it after the mom friends so then after the mom friends it was like trying to I kept, I kept calling it trying to get my footing um but it was just like this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened but it was a combination of like the I know the enemy was trying to test me mm. and but then God over here was still like I'm still calling you to do some things. And yeah. Opportunities were, com- were, were coming through. One of them I shared today, but it was also like uh, obstacles and adversity was coming my way at the same time. And I've honestly, like this week, have been like in, in deep prayer. That's why I was like, when we, we when we get on here, trusting God is real because <laughs> I know that the enemy is testing me and it's just been emotionally draining. So like yeah. I, I've shared a lot. I've shared some tears this week. And it's been like, but I know, I know what God wants me to do. And it's, it's because I'm doing, I'm being obedient. Mm-hmm. The test wouldn't come. Mm. <laughs> this is the time I need to trust him. So and listen, timely. <laughs> right. And I, one of the things that you said that's really making me it, that I think that when we're having this conversation. So um, if you guys weren't here last week, the, you know, um, I host a podcast called The Slant Self-Doubt Podcast. And the Lord told me to do uh, a series called Obedience is My Responsibility. I got my notes again, y'all, because I'm, I'm, I came prepared. <laughs> okay. Um, and so last week we defined the, uh, the definition of obedience from Holloman's Illustrated Bible Dictionary is to hear God's word and act accordingly. Um, biblical obedience to God means to hear, trust, submit, and surrender to God and his word. So last week when we were talking about hearing from God, is we gave y'all like the five things that you need to do to hear from him. Um, and so this week we talking about trust. That's why you hear that word and our eyes roll at the same time, okay? <laughs> because when you are doing this faith walk, it ain't gonna always be easy. It's not gonna always be like flowers and sunshine. And, and that's a misconception, right? They're like, if you are a believer, then life just, no, life life is still life. Things still happen. Stuff that's out of our control, but it's the way you kind of go through those things that's different. You know what I mean? Because you do have, um, you have a connection that's like, despite those things, like, you know that God still has you. So today we are talking about um, the next step in obedience, which is trusting God and his word. And I'm going to roll my eyes again because I'm telling you. <laughs> that's, just, that's just what I'm going to give y'all today, okay? Uh, so Proverbs 3, 5, um, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart 
and lean not on your own understanding. It's that part right there, y'all, okay? Uh-huh, see, there you go. Uh, in all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight, okay? But it is the lean not on lean not on your own understanding. Like, we, we just, we just we gonna, I'm going to go ahead. Um, so I want, tonight, we're going to break this down two ways, because as I was doing this um, and preparing for the podcast and preparing for the live, I was like, you know, yeah, definitely I want to talk about how to trust God because I think that is very important. But I also think that sometimes, which is what you said today, right, is about these tests or these things that are happening. And the question is, is God, is God asking you to trust him? Because there's times where we go through stuff and it it is a test. It may not be from the enemy. It's a test of God that like, are you truly going to trust me, right? Are you really going to trust me? Yes, Natalie, like, that's the part. Why, 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 Lord, why? So this first part is, is God asking you to trust him? Um, when I think about that, I think about the times where I just be like, what is this? <laughs> you know, you just, you looking like, I'm asked for this. <laughs> I don't even want to be here. <laughs> what is going on? Like, are you just like, what, what is real for real life happening? Um, and so for me, I, so I say here are three ways that God may be asking you to trust him. The first way is prompting. You feel a prompting in your spirit, right? Like it's this like nudge of like, you, y'all have seen, uh, you know, in Ghost, when, uh, what's the Bama name? Uh, who was the ghost? Golly. Oh, his name was Sam in the movie. And he was trying to push that, uh, you know, push the, when he was pushing the guy when they was up in the scaffolds, his friend. And it was like, he was like moving all around. <laughs> like, he's like, where is that? What is that? <laughs> It'd be like that. You'd be like, why, why do I need to do that? Right. So for me, I feel like prompting is like you somewhere and you something tell you, I'm saying, because I'm going to say it the way we, we say it, right? Something, something told me to pay for this person in front of me. Something told me to uh, go this way versus going that way. I don't know why, but I just did it. And I, I, I know for sure that plenty of times just from experience, like that's the Holy Spirit saying, I, I'm, you know, I need to direct your path, but you have to trust that because we end up, be like, well, no, this is actually quicker. So I'm going to just go this way, right? So how do you know that you are being prompted to trust God, Keelay? It's it's literally, like you said, the nudge thing. But it's also like he leaves leaves no other way. Oh. It's like and, I, and that's l- lately what I've been seeing. He, le- he leaves no other way. It's kind of like, all right, God, like, there's no other way for me to do this. And I just don't understand. Like, for me, leaning into my own understanding, I don't see a way out. Like, I don't understand how you're going to make this happen. Yes. Well, I don't understand why you're telling me to do this when I know that this thing ain't going to work out. Or, like, if he, like you said, pay for somebody else's, if he say some, pay for somebody else's food. Well, God, you know I was struggling. I'm, I'm, I, I don't got money to pay my own food. I'm just, I barely got enough for me. You want so, me? Or, or we be like, how much you think they got? Like, <laughs> I'm like, you gonna reimburse me? Like, how how quick you gonna reimburse me though? <laughs> 
you see, this is this is why this is the truth because people don't tell you this part. Like people be like, I just be giving, but I'm like, I ain't there yet. I be quick to be like, okay, Jesus. So if if I do this, then is, am I gonna get my the return on my investment tonight, or is it gonna be Listen, tomorrow? Wait, Felicia. So that's a funny story. Like I used to struggle when I knew I was supposed to tithe, but mm-hmm. I struggled badly. Like with tithing, it was like, okay. Y'all say I'm supposed to pay this before I pay everything else. Okay, guess what? Verizon and this car note, they ain't going to say, oh, she paid her tithes first. And I'm like, y'all, like, I got to make a choice. And, yeah. And they're like, you got to trust God. You got to trust God. And that was really, really hard for me, even though it was biblical and people mm-hmm. showed up and told their testimony about how God blessed them through tithing it. I was really like, struggling like <laughs> but no. I, i'm finally finally here now <laughs> listen i you are not alone okay because that is that's a because your your logical self like your selfish your flesh all of that pops up and you just be like 10 percent of what like of of all of it or the part that i got left over <laughs> like which 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 part you want <laughs> And you want the growth, so you want the pain. Right, like, are we, so this is after I pay my bills, and say after I go do what I need to do for myself, which, at what point do you want me, you want it now, or do I got to wait till Sunday, even though I got paid on Tuesday, like, which, how, how is this happening, like, what is, and you, and they go, you know, the thing about it is, is that I was the same way, and it was really about trusting, right, and that's a, that's a perfect test of, at God asking you to trust him. And in the Bible, even when he talks about tithing, he say, test me. He say, try me. Yeah. And once I started with, you know, for me in the very beginning, it was very much so like, I let my flesh, right, dictate, was like, well, this is what I can afford right now because I'm a single parent. <laughs> I need to figure this out. And, uh, you know, just, yeah, just got to figure out how this is going to go. But once I started doing it, things started to increase, right? And then I would I could give more. And then I could give more. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't care what I get. You're gonna get this 10% because I, I've I've already seen I believe you, right? I believe you, right? Um so I I I think that that is and what you said earlier about not having a way out, right? God, he just kind of puts you in this space where it's just like there is no left or right. It's only this way. And it's always, it's always ourselves that's like, eh, you know, do I really have to do it this way or nah? Yeah, yes, no, this is the way. Yeah. <laughs> right. So the next thing that I said, so the first thing to remember, we're talking about how um, the three ways that God may be asking you to trust him, right? So the first way we say is prompting. You feel a prompting in your spirit. The second thing I said is um, you feel his presence. So that is like the urge to be around him or be near him. Um, so, Keila, have you ever felt the urge to like be in his presence? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, it That for me, and that's when, when they talk about that quiet place. That's mm-hmm. And I was sharing this with somebody because, you know, when people think about being in God's presence, we think about being in the in the physical church building, or we feel right. We think about going up to the altar and literally kneeling at the altar. But it's creating that altar in your private place that really gives you that comfortability because now you're allowing 
because we know that God lives within us, but now you're allowing God, you're inviting God into your presence. Yeah. For me, like I tell people, in the house, I get that presence, but the most times I get it is when I'm in my car by myself because there's no distractions. And I could be listening to music or I can have that quiet time and I'll hear from God. And the shower, I hear from God clearly. Like, it's like, I don't know what it is about what it is. I don't know what it is, but I can feel his presence. I can hear him talking. Um, and that's when I know. Because, you know, sometimes what well, we t- we shared about that last week, like, is it me saying this to myself? Because <laughs> if it's you, God, just, just doing a little extra so I know it's you. But I definitely feel God's presence through through different things in my life, even through my kids. Like, I always yeah. say, God literally teaches me lessons or moves through my children in parenthood. And I'm like, see, mm. I, was, I was disciplining them. And here you go, God disciplining me. Do the same thing I'm disciplining them on. And so it's kind of like, I love that relationship because he talks to me down there. Yeah. He talks to me through my natural life being so. I, it, I, but when you get in that presence, it's, it's an uncontrollable feeling. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that you said that um, it did, because it also ties. So remember, y'all, all of this ties together about being obedient. But as you're talking about that, having that presence, it's ha- you have to have a relationship for him to even to be able to, so for you to know that that's exactly what you're feeling, right? Is that urge. And I've had plenty of times where I've like, I've, again, this, I don't know what came over me, but I know for sure it was definitely the Holy Spirit that was like, you need to go to your closet and pray, or you need to turn off the, the radio or pray, or God is asking you, asking for your attention. Every time you, you call somebody while you're in the car, don't nobody answer. Ain't everybody busy. And then it's like, okay, God, like, and, and, you know, the thing about it is, is that I think when you're in tune with it enough, you need to be able to be at a place where I, for me, I feel like I've gotten to the place now where I'm like, that's the first thing I do if I'm in the car with myself. Like, Lord, do you need time with me or can I call my sister? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I just, I just want to know. Like, and sometimes it really is like, no, this is the time. And it could just be, it could be just to pray, right? Or just to say what's on my mind. And just kind of get it, get it out, you know, or, you know, whatever the case may be. But um, I feel like that when you give into that urge, that means that he knows he he has a direct line to you. And like you said, like, um, sometimes he demands, he demands that attention. He demands. And I think that's what he did all last year. Yeah. Listen, some of y'all, I need to just sit down. And so he demanded that attention last year. And so I remember the uh, versus battle. We knew everybody was watching the versus battle. But I remember I was like in a very, very dark place um, around the time they did the uh, Fred Hammond and Kirk Franklin versus battle. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, y'all, I was just, it was just, it was low key, maybe depression. I want to self diagnose myself. But I was just in a very, very dark space dark space and um i was just like crying every day and my husband would be like what's going on and and i couldn't explain the feeling i was like i don't know like i just don't feel like myself you know um but god god he needed me to go that low unfortunately yeah when the quarantine first started i was oh i gotta do my wine run oh we're gonna stay up we're gonna have fun we're gonna do karaoke i was doing all the family events and the versus battle was fun and it was just like you're missing the point of what i need you to be yeah um 
And he had to get me down to that level where he was like, I need you to focus on me. I need you to trust me because yeah. I, I was putting my, like you said, I was putting my trust in, in material things. I was putting my trust in, oh, I need to like um, make, make it fun for the kids. I need to make fun for myself. And that's not what God wanted me to do. But when I, when that Kirk Franklin and um, Fred Hammond um, verses came up, it was so crazy to me because we've seen so many people tune into that. And we've seen, mm -hmm. we've seen our favorite artists, like the worldly artists, as we call them. We've seen yeah. movie stars. Everybody was still, and we were seeing them in the comments saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And it was like, at the mention of his name. Yeah, um, yeah. He shall bow. And that's when God was just like, I'm about to shift this whole atmosphere. No matter who you are, no matter how much money you make, no matter what status you think you have, I'm about to nail every last one of y'all. Yeah. If he demands that attention like that, man. You can't fight it. You, you can't can, fight you, it. You cannot fight it. And I think that one of the, the reasons why I think it's so important for us to have these conversations is that some there's some people who may be having those spaces or feel that and they don't know what it is, right? I remember that there was a time where I wasn't sure what that was. Like, if you grow up in church, you've probably been to the altar about 27 times before it really hits you, right? <laughs> I can remember the first time. I can remember the first time I was like, I'm going to go down, you know, but I remember the very last time that I said yes, right? And I meant it with my whole heart and I was intentional about, you know, getting connected with him and wanting uh, wanting to do better for myself, right? And, um, but I think that then when you are, when you're going through that and you are really just understanding that this is, these are, this is real life stuff that happens that even in the midst of, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, I know you said you didn't want self-diagnosed, but I feel like I was the same way during the pandemic. Like there was a period of time, like I was having bouts of depression because I was like, this, it, it was sad. It, it was just sad. like, it all, all of it was sad. And when, you know, I feel like that's when my, my faith and my trust was being challenged the most. Cause I was like, God, at first I was like, God, this can't be you. Like that ain't, like I'm not I'm not really sure what is going but then I then I had to go back and I had to get into his word and I had to read what his word says yep. and I was like okay so maybe this is you because clearly there like there's something going on and whatever each person is supposed to get out of this that that was what I and I needed to get same thing what I needed to get out of it is completely different from what everybody else did. but he said so anyway, he set me all, all, the, all the way, all down. The way mm -hmm. down. And it, it was oh. like, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'll bring you out of this. And it was it was really like that humbling experience that now in 2021, like you said, the crazy thing, what we think is crazy. God mm -hmm. has planned this. It's like, wow, it's like God has made all these things coming to fruition but it was that obedience at the moment yeah um, yeah um so you guys if you're just joining us i am felicia wallace from slang self-doubt and that is keelay carter from the keelay carter experience we are talking about obedience is my responsibility part two trusting god if you missed the first one you can go back and watch the live from last week, or you can go listen to the podcast. Either or, okay. it's all on there, okay? Um, so today, we're right now we're talking about is God asking you to trust him? 
And the three ways he may be asking you to trust him is by prompting. He, You may feel a prompting on your spirit to do something. Um, we mentioned like paying for somebody else's meal or going a certain type of way, calling somebody, texting somebody. You you was on my heart. That's, that's that thing. And then and don't let it be somebody you ain't really talking to, right? And you be like, you ain't want me to call them. <laughs> and we just bypass that whole, that whole, that whole prompting. But it's that's that's a trust factor. Are you gonna trust him with whatever he's gonna do after you move? Um, and then um being in his presence, feeling the urge to be in his presence, whether you're in the car, whether you're at home, in a you know, in a place where you feel like Everything you just you just know you need to be connected to him. And then the last part is pruning, where you feel like you in a testing season, which is what you said earlier today. Um when and when I think of pruning, like we hear, you know, like stuff getting taken away. It could be him removing people and it could also be you removing things, right? And so when you're in that testing season, it may be a a period of time we talked about this last week where I was saying that um last not last year but a year before last like God was telling me I need you to stop drinking and I was just like well why like there's <laughs> nothing wrong like I don't I, I you know I had left my job I'm supposed to be celebrating Lord like why but it really was an act of obedience like it just kept that prompting kept coming up didn't no matter where I was at dropping my kid off at school it was like you need to stop drinking and I was just like yeah but I'm not even I'm down to one glass a day, Lord. Like, <laughs> what? I can't have a mimosa in the morning. Is that what you're saying? Like, is that what, what we're doing right now? But when I when I did it, when I did it, the, the clarity that I got in that season of really saying, like, no to that or having to say no to people or having to know to say, say no to opportunities because I was doing something bigger, even though I couldn't see it at that moment. So, um the first question I had was, what advice would you have someone um, to give someone during their pruning season? But before you answer that, I want to know, like, when you're in your pruning season, what does that feel like for you? It feels bad sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't, that's the truth. It feels exhausting. It feels draining. It feels emotional because, like you said, we... We'll make we'll write this long caption, but that comes way after we didn't made it through the struggle, or we see like a little light. And we like, okay, I know God is taking me through this for some reason, and yeah. like, there's been things that I went through in the past that I'm I'm just now seeing twenty something years later. Yeah, that God took me through it, but in that moment, I'm like, bruh, like. I'm crying out to you. This is what you wanted. I'm crying out to you, and I feel like you're not. I feel like you're not moving. But he wasn't moving. In, it wasn't. It wasn't ever my time. Right. Right. On his time, but I would be like, I feel like you're not moving fast enough. Like I'm struggling. Like I don't. I don't. And that, those were the times where I I didn't necessarily feel his presence, and that's mm-hmm. probably because my relationship wasn't as strong as it is now. Yeah. So, going back to the relationship being strong, but. When I when I'm tested, I go through a whole emotional battle. It's it's that spiritual warfare is real. It's yeah. Like, listen, my human nature is very emotional. I'm 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 upset. I'm frustrated. I'm stressed out. I'm worrying. I'm crying. I'm like trying to call everybody and and it's just like okay. Once I get through what Kile doing, 
Now, <laughs> let me now let me check in and see what God doing. <laughs> right, 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 right. We, it's in the wrong order. We we we're in the completely wrong order because we wanna we wanna be able to explain what's happening, right? We wanna be. I need an answer. Like why 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 do I feel like this? I don't know what's going on. Why did this work? Why didn't that work? And it is. It, you're right. It's not until after it happens that you like. Oh. oh okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see why you did that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 I, I can totally. I can totally see see why that had to happen, right? So, and it, and it's a difficult thing, right? Because when you're in it, you just want to be out of it. Like you're just like, okay, well, how? Because I've been in in that pruning season where it feels like it is nonstop. Boom. A thing after thing after thing after thing, and. Even in those pruning like for me, it happened right before I was supposed. The last one that I well, it, it happens often, but the the made the one that almost took me out was right before I left my job, and I felt like so many things were happening at the same time, and it it kept it kept feeling like it was only me. I was the only person being affected by every single thing that was happening. At the same time, I'm trying to be obedient. That was the thing that it was just like. I'm just trying to do what you want me to do, and you just you gonna keep you just gonna keep you just gonna leave me out here like this, like keep yet catching these uppercuts, like <laughs> and can somebody can anybody protect me? Anybody? You might go come down here, and stand in front, can, <laughs> go stand in front of this wife or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. You just you just gonna keep letting that happen, and it wasn't until afterwards that I realized. Okay, he was building my character. He was building my integrity. He was building values in me that I said I had, but he it was also a test, right? Uh, was I gonna break under pressure? And I didn't. And so it was it for me, I, once I realized it again afterwards, you don't see why you're in it. But after the fact, I was just like, Oh yeah, that'll never happen again. Not ever. You and it's, and it's sometimes those tests, because I remember going through a test over and over and over and over and it was forgiveness to this one person and i was like Helene, she's your test and i was like well i need to hurry up and pass this test because i'm <laughs> sending her to test my patience <laughs> and i would continue to tell my, my mom was like you just need to pray you need to ask god what it is he needs you to do but she, that's your test and it, it wasn't necessarily her as a person but yeah. I know God was using that situation and that relationship to test me and like you said, build character in me and build whatever he needed to build in me. And that's when you talk about like sometimes he, he uses a relationship that may not be good for us, but he wants us to get something out of each of those relationships. Yeah. And even though we may have to separate ourselves from that person, every everything that we go through, God uses. Yeah. Absolutely. All things it, all, all of it. Good. All things. Bad, the bad, all things, things are bad. The things that we think are hard, all things work together for our good. But all things, it's, it's trusting Him. But it's kind of like, good God, right. <laughs> can you just skip me to the next test? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, can can this not be my go? Can somebody else go now? Like, what what is I'm, happening? Okay. And <laughs> and I think the other part is that uh, yeah, she said I be needing the Lord to give that I'm battle to somebody you. else. And and I think the other one of the things you said about the which I think we all probably struggle with that forgiveness test. Um, it is it's one of those things where you feel like um, 
I will, I've, I've learned that God will keep giving you the same test in a different way too. It will give you the same test in a different way. It will look like something else until, because you ain't slick. Like, don't think you slick by saying, you know, well, Lord, I forgive her. You know, it's, oh, no. it is what it ain't is, no right? Ain't no, no you can't. <laughs> you ain't cheating on his stuff. It ain't no way around it because it's going to come up a different type of way, right? You, We think that we call it forgiveness, right? Because we just, we don't see the person. We ain't dealt with the heart. person. He knows our heart. <laughs> yeah, he knows. I it all day, but... <laughs> Listen, we all are currently, if we all be honest, we all are currently struggling in that area of forgiveness, okay? Because the reality is, is that it's our flesh. Like you, when somebody wrongs you or you feel wronged or something happens that you just cannot, like your flesh wants answers, like today, right? <laughs> and we want it. That's exactly what it is. And... Like, literally. So, you've probably seen the post today of the panel I'm supposed to speak on. Yes! Congratulations, But here's the thing. I'm like, God, I haven't even healed from that completely. So, I understand that you want to use me, but, like, I'm like, I don't want to be doing the ugly crowd on the internet. Like, I feel like I know my story is not just for me, but, like, literally, it's kind of like, I'm still healing from that. So, when um the real Natalia Michelle... We all are currently struggling with it some way. Like, forgiveness is very, very deep. Like you said, when somebody yeah. hurts you, and especially when it's somebody that you want to love you or you love them, it's a very deep feeling. And so it is like, you know what, God? I'm going to be obedient. But mm -hmm. it's very hard for me to do this because I'm still struggling with that forgiveness. I'm still struggling with healing it. I'm, I'm still struggling because... It like like just last week, it was my it was my biological father's birthday. His birthday is the day before Jackson, and it was just like I ain't calling him. Yeah, um, you know, and, and and I was just I kept trying to check myself, and I asked my husband like, was I wrong? Am I wrong? You know, and then it just it just it hurts. Yeah, it hurts because it's kind of like I want to move on. Like you said, we said our mouth like I'm not thinking about him. Yeah, him, you know, but it's kind of like that hurt is real. It cuts deep, and so yeah. when God is like, "Oh, I want you to, I want to use you in this area," it's kind of like, "Well, let me heal from it completely first because." <laughs> and I would just tell you what the Holy Spirit just told me that that is part of your healing, right? Because a lot of times we want to heal in private, right? We want to heal, we don't want to talk about it or deal with it until we feel like we're comfortable with it. But the thing about it is, is that it's just like this journey of slaying self-doubt. I wanted to wait until, I wanted to wait till my self-doubt was slayed. And the Lord was like, yeah, that's not how this works, sis. This is, this, this is a part of your healing. So when you show up, the thing is, is that you're helping somebody else in their healing by being vulnerable. Because for far too long, especially in our communities, we just keep it to ourselves, right? And we just, uh, I'm going to deal with it on my end and I'm going to, you know, make sure that I'm good. And, and, and the thing about it, we don't, we, the thing is that you have a choice, right? And so you are choosing to do this differently, right? And so I would just encourage you to think about it that way. Like, this is a part of my healing mm -hmm. and I have the opportunity to help somebody else 
with their healing because there's somebody else who's probably like, it's a wrap. I'm not, I don't even want to think about it, whatever have you, but it's still there. And we just have to be, you got to be honest about that. Oh, y'all. I know, I know, I know. That was a derailment, but the Lord knows, okay? The Holy Spirit knows when something needs to be said and something needs to be brought up, but that was what he told me, like, this is your healing. That's exactly what it is. And once you said yes, let me be very clear to y'all. When you say yes to God, you say yes to everything, not just the stuff you want to do. It be the stuff you don't even want no parts of. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't agree to that, but he's going to use every single bit of you for his glory. You, and you just said it. It's all for his good. And when you get to the other side, you will be like, Oh, okay, I see why I had to do that at that moment. At that moment. It's, it, it just, it is, it, 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 listen, I've been there way too many times to be like, you, again, like you want me to, oh, okay, then this, yeah. is, this is where we at. It's, it is. So what, oh, so, um, so what advice would you give someone during their pruning season? Truly just to pray. And I know that's like uh, a generic answer, but to truly pray and pray with intention. Um, yes. I know a lot of us, we pray and we, some of us, we may say the same prayer over and over again, or some of us, we may pray for, um, as we call it, selfish prayers. You know, some people yeah. are praying for materialistic things because maybe that's what they're in need of at that moment. Maybe that's what they're, that what they're wanting at that moment, but truly being intentional in and praying for the things that you want God to do in your life. Um, and that's what I had to learn. Like, okay, God, the, the other stuff will come. But like yeah. I need you to I need I need you to make sure this is this is a testimony in itself. The me me and Felicia linking up was a testimony in itself because I've yes. been in that same prayer since the beginning of this year, twenty twenty one. I've been praying, Lord, align me with the people that you want me to align with, connect me with the people that you want me to connect with. Lord, send me the people that you need me to impact. I've been saying that some same lines all year long in my prayers. Yes. And the way that he's aligning these the people, and I tell everybody, when I say that, it's not about connection as, as a networking or yeah, yeah. what they can do for me. It's about this. Like this, you can't your purpose is connected to somebody else. But right. all the time, God is not gonna want you to serve by yourself. It's like, okay. Felicia has this. She's already been doing this. So I'm going to connect you with her. And then I want y'all to do this. So, but we get it. I didn't even get the vision. Felicia hit me up and I was just like, oh Lord, me? Like, okay, but I'm going to say yes. But it's just so crazy. So pray with intention. Um, be, find inten be intentional and being still so that you can hear from God. And it may come in different manners for everybody. God doesn't speak to all of us the same. It's just like when we speak to our kids, one kid you gotta yell at, one guy gotta yell at, Jackson, I don't have to yell at, I can just, you know. You can look at them and they know. So God talks to us the same, so if he gets to yelling at you, I, I don't know what to tell you, okay? It's not my but business. And the being still and and hearing and being open to hear from him. I think we talked about that last uh, last. Yeah. Year. Being open to hear from him, so making that space that he can come in and you'll actually hear from him. And then what we all talking about obedience, being obedient yeah. through the test. 
because the tests are going to come. They're going to come. But being obedient through the test makes all the difference. And it's going to yes. It's going to look. I just had to suck that. You know how when you was about to get a whooping in your, your throat? Right, like, and you get that little joint right. <laughs> about to have me crying on the internet. And then I had to... But you know what? The thing about it is, is that, and listen, I didn't boohoo cry plenty of times, okay? Because I just like, if it come up, it just, Lord, this this was going to be. I didn't, it, just, it, it it is what it is. But I think that, yes, being specific and intentional with your prayers um, and hold on tight. That's what I'm, that's what, that would be part of my advice is hold on tight because everything that you go through, God is, go, we already, we said it plenty of times. He's going to use it for your good. You may not see it right now, but hold on. And 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 when he is removing and deleting and pruning and picking away things about you, about people around you, do not fight it. You in the beginning, you're gonna be like, uh, no, hold on, I wanna hold on to that. Well, uh, uh, no, I want that too. Oh no, wait, no, no, that, no, no. That's my friend. <laughs> Listen, you just gotta let it go. And you and and we talked, it is it's hard. Don't get me wrong. It is hard and because it happens often. It ain't a one, this ain't a one-time thing. You ain't going to get a one-time. Every time you level up, there's going to have to be things about you that's going to have to be removed. And that is how the thing about it is, is that when we talk about whether or not he can trust you, he can't give you nothing if you're going to hold on to the, the stuff he don't want you to have. He can't give you nothing or he can't move you forward if you're not willing to be used and in order for you to be willing to be used like we said you got to be open to it and you have to know that you're going there's going to be some things that are going to happen to you in order for him to fully trust you with the assignment before god could give me slang self-doubt and trust me you know a hundred percent with it I'm quite sure I don't know exactly now what all the tests were but I'm pretty sure I went through some stuff before I got here, before he was like, okay, you, you, you have, you have proved yourself worthy, right? <laughs> here you go. Here's this thing. And so the next level up will come once I'm obedient and what he's already given me. He's not going to give me nothing else. So when you're specific for me, I always say, God, show me me. Show me me. This ain't about nobody else. Whatever it is that I need to change, whatever it is that I need to work on, that's what I need you to show me. And your will be done, not mine. That part where we read in on this paper that said, Lena, on to your own understanding. I don't want none of that. Like, I just have to trust you with my whole heart. As hard as it is, Listen, I just got to do that. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. Increase while you increase. Okay, it's a whole word, and and it was it's a, yes. Girl was uh, Sarah Jessica Robert just did some sermon I was listening to, and she was like, sometimes you gotta let go of your why for God's will because sometimes your yes. why God's will don't match up. And I was like, good Lord. Uh, yeah, I listened to I heard that sermon as well because sometimes we get so uh, attached to the reason why we think we're doing something. <laughs> Right, like <laughs> we think we're doing it for this, and he like, uh, 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 that's that's not why I sent you here. This is not what is happening, and you need to be clear about what it is. But when you hold it on to your why, you can't even see it, and then that's why you're you you're doing this. And I've been in this space where you know that when we're on your phone sometimes it's loaded, yep. and that joint just going. You just over here going in circles like I'm not I'm not getting nothing. Nothing nothing's coming up. I'm tapping the phone. Hello, is anything happening? Yeah. 
trying to be a part Listen, of this is, hey, 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 man, hey, hey, okay? Um, so the sex, so we talked about, we just talked about three ways that God may be asking you to trust him. You feel a prompting in your spirit, um, the presence, which is an urge to be in his presence or to, um, and then a pruning, a testing season where he is removing stuff. He is taking you through something and you is just like, okay, that, that, so that was that. Um, and then, um, how do you trust him? Um, and I would say this is even, this is a struggling part for us all, right? Cause this is a part trusting God and the reason why is that I believe that, for me anyway, it has always been the things that I legit can't see an outcome. Like I can't, there's no, there's no visual for me. I have no vision. I have no foresight. I don't even know how this is going to work. And you want me just to trust you? Like, well, what's going to happen? Like, and especially when it's things of like, it's just like certain things. I can't explain it. It's not easy stuff. It's not hard stuff. It's just, if you know, you know. That's that's all I, I, I'm going to say. If you know, you know. So um, one of the ways that I feel like that, um, that you, so these are the three steps to trust God. So the first thing is to remember, right? To remember what he has already done. And I think I heard something earlier or somebody else. And this is all of, the crazy part about all of this, y'all, is that, this series came up and I was just like, well, Lord, why you want, I don't know how to talk about obedience. Like, I'm over here being disobedient on a daily. How you want me? <laughs> that part. How you want me to do it? And I, 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 I'm, I'm barely, like, I'm barely. But everything that has come up for me, I'm talking about, I'm saying so many things, has been about obedience. If it's not podcasts, if it's not sermons, if it's not messages, if it's not, like, uh, social media, like everybody is on this thing. And I just keep saying like, okay, God, I see why. Cause this is the part that we're missing. It is the obedience. And when you are not obedient, things just, it just doesn't happen. So one of the things that when you're being obedient and you have to trust him, you have to remember what he's already done. So how do you remind yourself of God's track record? Listen, the track record is real because, you know, like that trust is very, so, so like if you're with in a relationship with someone or a friendship, whatever, and you're like, okay, every time I call them, they don't answer or they don't, they don't come through. Um, so I'm not going to ask them again. So I don't trust, right. them. I don't trust them to do certain things, but God has literally showed up over and over and over and over and over again. Like it's, we talked about it last week. Like there's plenty of times I was just out here wilding, and I yeah, mean, He still kept me. There's, uh, you know, just going back to my childhood. You know, I shared my story about my my parents, and it's just like God saw fit for my grandparents to raise my sister and I. I could have ended up in foster care. I could have ended up. Um, a, a kid in the street. I could have ended up homeless. I could have ended up anywhere. And, but God saw fit for me to have that life worth Yeah. Me. And it's like God has kept me and he's kept me and he saved me and he's kept me and he saved me and he's kept me and he saved me. No matter what I do, like you said, I'll be out here being being disobedient. And God just keep looking out. like Keep looking out. out. That track record is real. So when you say, like, remembering, you remember the times that he brought you through. You remember the time he provided when you didn't have nothing. 
You yep. remember the times where you should have been on the news, dead and gone, but yes. for a reason. So like that track record is real. And so that is literally how I trust God because it's like, okay, God, you didn't prove yourself. You proved yourself now. I guess yeah. I, I can trust you then. <laughs> <laughs> you be like, oh, okay then. I uh, see, I see, I, I, I see, I see. And I, right exactly and i think that 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 is a an important part of remembering like you have to remember because there are times when we're in the situation we forget right because then you now you're asking for something else we're asking for another thing we're asking for more right and sometimes we're asking for the same type of deliverance or the same type of answer but god's already shown us that he's faithful right even in my devotional this morning um it was talking about the, actually, I read this evening, um, but it was talking about when, uh, I think it was the children of Israel, and he showed them the promised land, and they were able to see what what was coming. And so then when they were going through the Red Sea, and he parted it, all of that is like, they went because they knew. They remembered what he had already shown them. So it's his faithfulness that keeps you moving. It's his faithfulness that keeps you reminding you like, okay, I remember 10 years ago when I didn't know how I was going to get out of this situation and I was just like, what, what, what are we doing here? And you were like, trust me, right? Like I shared on a podcast that when my um, oldest son's father and I, we broke up, it was like, for me, it was like, oh, I want my family. I want all of these things. I want, I didn't want to be a statistic. I didn't want to be a disappointment. I didn't want, you know, all these different things. And I distinctly remember God saying, Trust me. Now, full disclosure, during that time, me and Jesus was beefing, okay? Because I was like, Slim, you are all knowing. And you couldn't have showed me that this was going to happen? You couldn't have showed me that this this is where I was going to be at? Like, I, at that point, I was, when I tell y'all I was so mad, I was so mad. Like, I intentionally didn't listen to worship music, didn't listen to, didn't go to church. Like, I was like, I'm, I, we broke up. Oh, yeah. Okay, we broke up. Well, I broke up with him. He didn't break up with me, but I, I was. Listen, I told God, I was like, I'm done with you. I'll be back when I'm ready. That was kind of what it was. But I remember the day that I wasn't. I wasn't in a place of like praying. I wasn't because I wasn't. I wasn't talking to him. I, I literally wasn't. And I think I was folding clothes, and I heard his clear as day. Trust me. And I was just like, no. Off the break, I was like, no, nah, I'm good because I I did that and I'm here. Uh, hello. And then it was again, trust me. And I just said, okay. And when I tell you like slowly but surely, it was like, I just had to put one foot in front of the other. This thing, this thing. And it was, again, it was the obedience of changing things about me, right? Because I had made that situation less about me and more about the situation. And I left God out of it, right? But when I say you know my son's 13 now 13 years later like I know why that had to happen I wouldn't be here sitting on this thing with y'all if that did not happen right if I hadn't been in that space and had gone through what I went through I wouldn't be here I wouldn't have learned the lessons that I needed to learn about my character about trust about forgiveness which I went through 87 million thousand times okay I would not have learned the things that I needed to learn in that season to get me here, right? And so for me, when I have a, a struggle of like his track, like I, like I got to think, I, I take myself back to that place because in that moment, that was when I felt like, oh, he's fluke. Yeah. 
Like I was like, me and God was beefing, but I was like, he showed up every every month when I had to pay my rent and, and care and bills and all that. He kept food in my mouth. He did all the things. Listen. In a time where I could I could see nothing. Nothing. Could see nothing. So for me, that is all that is one of the things that I remind myself in a time where I am struggling. I'm like, he got me out of that. And I, I legit I, I couldn't see a way. So clearly he saw fit. Like you said, he saw fit. He saw fit. He saw he needed us to still be here. <laughs> yep. He needed me to still be here. He was like, You can't quit me. He wouldn't let me quit him. I was trying, y'all. Like for real. I was trying on like a weekly basis like i'm good slim <laughs> um <laughs> so the set so this is we are at um the three steps to trust god how to trust god so the first thing is to remember his track record right the second thing is to review review his word we even talked about this last week right what does his word say what is it what do you what 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 part of his word are you standing on when you are in a space where you have to trust him? So, Keila, do you have any scriptures or stories in the Bible that you turn to in in your time of having to trust him and you don't really want to? Listen, so mine is the typical um, Jeremiah 29, 11, because I think that wraps it all up. For I know that plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, and yes. it's just like that's it. He know he knows the plan. It's not it's not my plan. And you know we just talked about the scripture in Sam, in Psalms, um, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and yeah, not, you see your understanding. And it's and it's just like okay, God. But like even when you know those scriptures, you have like you said, you have to review it over and over and over again because. You have to remind yourself of those words. And when you just look at people in the Bible that went through way worse, you look at when he told Abraham to leave his whole family. Like, you want me to leave my whole family? (laughs) Why would I leave my whole family? Right. And he wanted Moses to go, you know, tell Pharaoh whatever he wanted to tell him. And Moses was like, why me? Like, I stutter. Why would you want me to talk and have it and do this whole speech thing when you know I can't talk that well? And he's like, that's not what I asked you. This is what I told you to do. It's just multiple stories in the Bible. You got Sarah, who was like 90 years old. It's like, (laughs) God's going to make a way. It may not be when you want it, but he's going to make a way. You want that that baby. But it's just so many times in the Bible that he shows up and shows out that that's why it's so good to just get into his word and review those stories, review those scriptures. And speak that stuff into your spirit because when you go when you going through that test or you may not want it at that in the beginning of the test, like I said, I go through my little human nature sometimes and just be like, I'm emotional right now. Yeah. But uh when you're going through that stuff, you definitely want to remind yourself and review that word. So definitely. Those yeah. that that's what I stand on and everything. Yeah. And I would say for me, my um the one that I have been standing on recently and probably like the last two years is judges 614 go with the strength you have i am sending you and what that reminds me of is like even during that time that was the story of gideon and the fact that same thing the angel came and gideon was like who are you talking to you talking to yep. me <laughs> not um 
I'm not my not little old me for real. He's like, I'm not the mighty one. I'm not sure who you talking about. Like he was just like, who sent you? What's going? And and even through that, he he tested God or he you know like show me, show me again. And it always reminds me that it's okay to question. It's okay to ask questions of God. It is okay for that. But ultimately, you have to go with the strength you have. And he even in even despite him feeling like he was not worthy. God showed him, like, no, I've, I've called you. And so for me, in those moments, especially now, in these moments of, like, trusting him with the business and, you know, like, God, are you really going to show up the way you said you was? I have to say to myself, Felicia, go with the strength you have. I am sending you. Like, he is sending you. This is this is your assignment. This is what you have to do. And for me, that that just gives me an extra little off to be like, okay, let's go. Like, we, we're going to do this. And even when you don't, when you feel like you don't have the strength, that's when, you know, his power and he wants you to depend on his strength. Like, yes. I'm not asking you to go with your strength. I'm asking you to go with my strength. <laughs> and my Facts. Power. So it's, it is, it's just, it's crazy. And you just see the people in the Bible, which we talked about last week, not coming, not wanting to be perfect. Like a lot of us, mm-hmm. like, well, like, like me, I'm like, well, God, let me finish healing from it first before. But it's like, no, like God used, the craziest people he used prostitutes he used uh killers he used like he used so many people in the bible and so it's like listen just come to him and he going to use dollars no matter where you are in your life so it don't have to be perfect (laughs) yeah you're right it does not have to be perfect um and i think that once we're able to let that part go I, i feel like it would be easier for us um to really be able to just like lean into whatever our gifts are when we realize just show up. Like, that's all he's actually, when you talk about, when we talk about obedience, he's just saying, show up as you are. He don't want you to be nobody else because ultimately, we talked about this last week, your blessing is your blessing, my blessing is my blessing. But if we are just remaining obedient and we're doing what we're supposed to do, he will make it, he will make it, make it all right. He will, he will, he will. He will, he will. Okay, y'all, he will. Um, so the last one, which is, This is the one I struggle with the most, y'all. That's why I had to pause. Okay? I, know, I had to pause, okay? So we talking about how to trust God. So the first thing is to remember his track record, remember what he's already done. The second thing is to review his word and what he's, what what his word is, because his word is everlasting. It is living. It is proof of what he's already done, so you can read that and remind yourself of him. And then the last thing is... <laughs> The last thing is to release, which is you got to let Jesus take the wheel. Okay. So in order for you to trust him, y'all, you got to trust him, which means you got to take your hands off of it. And the reason why I had to pause there is because control is an issue that most of us have, whether we want to admit it or not, that is where faith comes in right because you have to release you have to release control in order for trust to work and if you do not do that it it, it, there's no other way there literally is no other way if you still have control over the situation of what it is that you're praying for what you're asking or you're trying to control it then god is not in control so then that's not even it's not even real so kilo (laughs) what does releasing control look like to you <laughs> oh man that was hard for me too because 
like you said, we don't want to let that control go. It's like, all right, God, I'm trusting you, but I'm just going, I'm just going, I'm just going to uh, like have the GPS over here, you know, <laughs> in case we got to make a turn somewhere. <laughs> but, but it's very hard. Like you think about those, those typical trust exercises where they say, oh, fall back and the person will catch you. Like that's literally, oh, I need to literally fall and let God catch me every, every time. Yeah. And when they put the blindfolds on you and you just walking through whatever you walk through, you can't see nothing. That's how God wants us to be. Sometimes we're not going to be able to see his vision. His ways mm-hmm. are not our ways. So we're not going to understand everything that he wants us to go through or wants us to see or wants us wants to take us through. But the relinquishing that control is or that release is, is difficult. It is mm-hmm. very difficult, especially when you have your own personal vision. Um, and so like, this is what I'm seeing, God. <laughs> and so I'm gonna email this person because they know. And God's like, you think they know more than me? <laughs> you think they know better than me? I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said, okay? <laughs> and he mean it, okay? And the thing about it is that this is where you at a place where you could be honest about where you are it is so much for because I can laugh about it now because yeah. the thing about it is, is that when you fighting it like I don't know why things ain't happening I know why it's happening it's because I got my hands on it and I the thing about it is in being honest with myself and also because God we talked about this earlier God knows your heart you ain't keeping nothing from him so he know you don't trust him so you out here faking like you do no you don't and so when you don't trust him that's how it shows up. And even when you say something about the exercises, we trust that even more because you would think you go do a team building joint with your 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 job or whatever. You was like, man, these people ain't going to just let me hit the ground. I know they're not going to do that. Right. They, and if so if you can trust them to catch you, if you can trust them to hold you up and not embarrass you, you can absolutely trust God to do exactly what he said he's going to do and to not do the same thing. Do the same but thing. It's, it's hard. You you have to let it go. It is hard, and you have to just you have to just let it go. You have to let let it go. Let him do his work. And like you say, it's a cliche. It's a song. Let go and let God. But I feel I have I have enough experience in truly letting him handle something and watching it work out, and it being it in him showing up in the way he's supposed to versus me trying to do it myself, frustrated because it ain't working out the way I'm. Su- it's supposed to work out and it's because you, you're you not doing it. So I, I just, I don't have an answer for that y'all because you see it clearly. I feel something <laughs> I'm struggling with. I don't, you know, I'm just going to tell you, you should. We all should. We all should yes, just let yes. go. <laughs> we all should just let go and just really try to just allow him and and try with little stuff just little stuff try try and then but we if if we look at all of these things and reviewing his track record we know all the times that we we know the thing about it is that all of this is y'all even when we're talking about being obedient and what it truly means y'all we already know the answer it's just about doing it it's about doing it and it's about again like we talked about last week the personal relationship and knowing him for yourself Yes. But like our my track record don't look like Felicia's track record. So <laughs> no. It's kind of like I can't be looking at Felicia's track record and be like, "Well, God did it." Now you can say that God, if God did it for them, I know He can do it for me. 
But yeah. that personalization of your story and your track record of God, what God has done in your life is what you can lean on and be like, I know God yeah. out of this, you know, like, and so yeah. it's just a different, it's a different trust level than just trusting him from someone else's story. Yeah, because you don't know their story. You don't know what they've been through. And a lot of people want, they want the, they want the highlights, but they don't want the struggle because you don't know what people had to go through to get to that place, right? Sure. To be able to have have a story to tell, right? And just like when, even in, you know, you sharing about, you know, your relationship with your dad and being able to share your story, there may be people who feel like, oh, I can't wait to be in a place where I'm able to talk on the stage and say something. But it's like, you don't know my struggle. You don't know the, the struggle I'm going to have even having to open my mouth on that day, right? But God, anyway, right? And but God, anyway. I, but God, anyway. But you are right. We just have to have a relationship with him. And just we just got to be obedient, y'all. That is, that's, that's, that's where we at. That is, that's it. <laughs> I think that this may be, I don't know, it might not be the hardest one. This was close. The first one seemed pretty easy. This is, it seemed like as we going to go up in this, it's just going to get, it's it's a challenge because that's what he's going to do. So, so today, guys, thank y'all again for uh, being with us. So we talked about trusting God and his word. Um, I'm Felicia Wallace from Slaying Self-Doubt. Keelay Carter from the Keelay Carter experience and uh, we broke this down in two ways is God asking you to trust him and how to trust God for the first way uh he had three ways that God may be asking you to trust him you may be feeling a prompting you may feel like you need to be in his presence and you're in a crooning season um so that is him trying to get you to trust him with whatever it is that's coming and we just gonna say look Y'all lift up prayers of mine. I'm going through a pruning season this week. Oh, I oh yeah. I'm I'm going through. I've been in a pruning season for. That's why this is so like when he gave this to me. I was like, for real though. Like, is that what you're going to do? And then you're just going to show me all the things that. Oh, okay. That, he he's funny. He real funny. Okay. And then uh, the three steps to trust God is to remember what He's already done in your life. Um, review what his word says and then to release control and just let Jesus take the wheel in real life and you know that's it that, that legit is it that's what he gave me that's what he told me to share I hope that something resonated with y'all we have two more things which is submitting and surrendering <laughs> and I already know that's going to stretch me I, I already know because those are things that Trusting was hard, like, oh, Jesus. But we're going to do it because this is this is a part of being obedient, right? This is a part of me being obedient and doing the series. That's Yeah, you know that's the last one, right? So I just, I just want to let y'all know, surrendering is the last one. But if you are watching the replay and you got found any value in this or something resonated with y'all, please share it with people. Make sure you're following me. Make sure you're following Keeley. Um, We both are just out here being obedient. That's that's legit what we're doing. Um, and so just thank y'all for joining us tonight. Thank you. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slain Self Doubt. 
Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.